future with my mask on, big hang time, I'm a blast Hi there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hang Time Headlines. I'm your host, Devin Pyle, and today I'm going to bring you my winners and losers from the 2021 NFL Draft. But before we get into that anymore, please remember to comment, like, subscribe, and let me know your thoughts below. I will get back to all of you. Would you like to see a piece done on your team, or do you not agree with the assessment of these teams? Go ahead and let me know. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get on into this. My first winner of the 2021 NFL Draft is the Los Angeles Chargers. For me, at pick 13, Rashawn Slater falling into their lap the way he did, they could not have asked for anything more. Slater is a guy who blanketed Chase Young one-on-one when Northwestern played Ohio State in 2019. Obviously, was an opt-out last year. But you add him into an offensive line that added Corey Lindsley in the offseason will open up that run game, which needs to be done. You know they've got the passing game locked down. They're good in that regard. But then you go into their second rounder, Asante Samuel Jr., great pick, and a guy that you really would think would be in the nickel, and they need that rather immediately. And then the Josh Palmer pick is where I was a little skeptical, but it's another big body target. I would have probably taken Deami Brown in this scenario. And I think he's the best vertical deep threat. But you look at the receivers last year, outside of Keenan Allen, they really weren't throwing to that many star-studded guys, and they were producing. So I don't think that's the biggest need on their team. And the fifth-round pick, Brendan James, out of Nebraska offensive tackle, that is a real sleeper pick. That's the guy that could really produce for them in the coming years. My NFC winner is the Chicago Bears. The Bears were simple. But when you make the first two picks in which they did, how can you not declare them a winner? The Bears have never had a franchise quarterback in this century. I don't even think they have dating back 50 years. I just wasn't on the planet that long. And for them to get Justin Fields, a guy that many view as a top three quarterback in the class, easily, some people have him top two. And I think that's you taking a chance on getting the right guy. They knew they weren't going to make a mistake for going for the random late bloomer quarterback or outlier like Mitch Trubisky. They're going for the five-star pedigree produced at the college level for multiple seasons, slinging it around. And the idea that Justin Fields is the next Dwayne Haskins because he's from Ohio State is probably the laziest take in football. And you probably just shouldn't listen to anybody that has that assessment. Then you get into pick 39 for the Chicago Bears. This is a big reason why I do love their draft is their aggressive nature. They were willing to say, we're moving up. We're getting our guy at quarterback. But they also got their guy offensive tackle in Tevin Jenkins. Previously, I've stated how I feel Jenkins is a top three offensive lineman from this class. And this is a guy that many mock drafts had the Bears selecting at pick 20. So for them to get the guy that everybody thought they would 19 picks later in an offensive line that needs improvement, I'm not sure about the fit at left tackle as opposed to right, but the kid has potential. And what you view as your franchise quarterback and take care of his blind side in the same draft, the Bears have to be thrilled. And that doesn't mean the results have to be immediate this year. As for my losers, the Dallas Cowboys... A lot of people don't feel this way. 
what were the Cowboys doing that entire draft? Micah Parsons at 12 is probably a fine pick. He's a good talent, and I've said previously as well, I'm not going to talk about off-field concerns with players, specifics. I don't know these guys personally. I just talk about them as players. On the field, good player. And Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch are not very good. Uh, turn off Madden just because they're good on there doesn't make them good football players. Jalen Smith is not an NFL level player. If you watched the Cowboys last year, he was rough. And a cornerstone linebacker in a defense that needs help, that's something that you can get behind. But the later rounds are where it gets a little. Ugh. Kelvin Joseph at pick 44. I'm not too sure what to think about this. He was a guy, and as an LSU fan, I remember watching him there before he went to Kentucky. He's not a bad player, but he's another one. People talking about the reasons he left LSU and all this. Not really going to talk about that either. But on the field, are we sure he's even worth the pick that he got right there? To me, there was better value in different corners later on. And I don't even think he was the best corner left on the board. I would argue that Aaron Robinson out of Central Florida was easily the better prospect. So we'll see how that goes. You get into their later rounds with Osa out of UCLA, the defensive lineman. Then Nashawn Wright out of Oregon State. Nashawn Wright's a guy that, I mean... Nobody in the world, myself included, had anywhere higher than a sixth round grade on him. And he is, I guess, the Cowboys' number three corner going into this year. So that's just weird. You don't really know the direction that the Cowboys are headed in. They just kind of threw bodies at the defense and were praying that it gets fixed somehow because the offense should still be pretty dang good with the healthy Dak Prescott. So it'll be interesting. In general, though, there's not much reason for optimism when it comes to the Cowboys. I mean, they kind of are what they are at this point. I mean, they're the big money laughing stock. Like, drive down three hours south to Austin, and the college football team's the same way that the Cowboys are up north. So, it happens. As for my final loser of the draft, I would say the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers, just the running back room was clearly not good. But it's still not going to be fixed at all. Nobody's running behind that offensive line. And Najee Harris isn't a first-round talent. I'm of the belief that none of these running backs will be guys worth giving a second big-money contract, like a Dalvin Cook or one of those kind of deals. None of these guys are that kind of prospect at the running back position. I would argue that Jonathan Taylor runs laps, as well as Cam Akers. They run laps around these guys that are coming out this year as prospects. And some will dispute that, but Najee, Javante Williams, Travis Etienne, they're all fine running backs. But the Steelers have a lot more needs on their team. They could have used another edge rusher, could have used some help on the back end. That offensive line is rough. They're just going to let Big Ben get smoked back there. And spending that second rounder on Pat Fryermuth out of Penn State there were still a lot of good offensive linemen on the board. Sure, they got Kendrick Green in the third round. Then they got Dan Moore out of A&M in the fourth. But Dan Moore never popped that many eyes. Kendrick Green's a good pick. 
But for what the Steelers need, that offense, Big Ben can't throw the ball more than 10 yards. The receivers are probably the most overrated group in football. Just a bunch of TikTok dancers. I mean, they're fine players, but they're all pretty average when you look at them analytically. It's like none of these guys move the needle at all. And I just don't really see what Najee will do any differently than what a guy like James Conner or somebody would do. And it's not saying Najee's not a better player, but his situation is still terrible for him to be playing in. And I think the Steelers' offense is going to be rough. My early hot take, I'm not ready to lock it in yet, but my early hot take I was discussing is that the Steelers are in contention for last place in the AFC North, more so than they are contention to win it. We'll see how that ages. Well, that'll bring us to the end here today, guys. Like I said, please remember to comment, like, subscribe. Let me know the rest of your thoughts. Y'all have a great day. Balling crazy with the hang time.